What is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Masking Health Solutions Podcast. And I am truly thrilled that out of everywhere that you could possibly be right now, you're here listening to this episode. Well, you probably do something else simultaneously because Lord knows whenever I listen to a podcast, I'm always driving or doing something or working out. You know, there's always something to do. But hey, you know what? First and foremost, I always got to say thank you. So I appreciate the fact that you guys are here guys supporting the podcast and that you're just rolling with me and I, I love the fact that you know we can have these discussions and that you guys can learn from it take something from it and then you know obviously give me the feedback and let me know what else you guys want to learn about also the one thing that i did want to say in regards to um, a dm that i got i am looking to finding a hair expert as i mentioned before primarily for men's health you know for dudes that are balding alopecia all that kind of good stuff got in contact with a couple dudes and i hope to have somebody in the near future discuss this topic um and just a lot of good things coming down the pipe i mean there's there's a lot of things coming down the pipe where it's uh it's more of the alternative health space i would say in that you know we're learning more about how the body works internally um also got a very interesting podcast on how spinal surgery has been done wrong this whole time <laughs> you know that was kind of mind-blowing where i'm like wait what yeah, so it, that's a very interesting podcast. It's coming down the pipe as well. But before we jump into today's episode, let me just make a couple of announcements here. First and foremost, if you're looking to get in shape, you're looking to get ripped, and you're tired of being out of shape, then just reach out to me and we'll get into what your program should look like, you know, program design and what we can do to really get you moving forward and make this the year where you can take your shirt off, look good, feel good, have the abs popping make sure you're losing weight and making sure more most importantly you're releasing the fat off the body but making that muscle mass making that muscle come back make sure it's good make sure all that lean tissue is there giving you the aesthetic body that you want but more importantly as unsexy as it might be you know the best and most optimal health that you could possibly have because come on guys ultimately if you're not healthy hey man this life is not worth living so Obviously, that is always the main focus, but hey, the aesthetics, not a bad thing. Believe you me, I do bodybuilding competitions, so <laughs> I'm all about looking great, right? So, hey, just reach out to me. You got questions, whether it's nutrition, whether it's your program, whether it's your workouts, whether it's fat loss, or you just need help with something small. Just reach out to me, and let's get that conversation flowing, too. And another thing that I wanted to do in regards to that, and I wrote that down in my notes, was um yeah if you have a small question or just something an inquiry about like hey how would i get started with xyz then send me a dm and what i could do is make an episode out of that and just talk about what i would do if i was in your position all right so again just don't be afraid reach out that being said on to today's episode with none other than my dude carl berryman uh as you guys already know carl's been on the on the show before and coach carl man he's honestly he lives practice is what he preaches if you're not listening to the podcast make sure you check out his ignite the impact podcast i have the details in the description and honestly man like with carl it's always a wonderful conversation and one that's completely relevant to men today tomorrow and any anytime any anytime anywhere you know it's, it's always going to be relevant but one of the things that we talked about was overcoming setbacks right you know sometimes there's setbacks in life 
and you really got to find a way to just get over that hump you know whether it's something mental whether it's a plateau in your workout whether it's a plateau in your life you got to make sure that you find and develop the tools needed necessary for you to recalibrate and come out on the other side successful right so again that ties into moving forward self-introspection all that good stuff just standing in front of yourself in your nakedness and just say hey this ain't working what can i do but that was just the tip of the iceberg man we talked about a whole lot more than that and we had a good time doing it so i really hope you guys enjoy this podcast and i hope you guys can take something out of it and again more than anything what i want for you guys is to have yourselves a fantastic day i hope today is the one of the best days of your lives man because today right now all we have is a now so let's enjoy this moment let's enjoy this day and i hope you guys have a fantastic one all right that being said enough of my yap let's jump on into today's episode Looking to get started in PE? Check out the MaskingHealthSolutions.com ebook available now titled How to Get a Bigger Penis. All right, so all you guys looking to make gains in the male enhancement, penis enlargement, penis enhancement realm, this book is for you. And if you're a beginner, this is just the book you may have been looking for. So be sure to check it out at MaskingHealthSolutions.com. The link is in the description below. Again, the book is titled How to Make Your Penis Bigger. And it will offer you all the knowledge and know-how that you need to get started on your PE journey. All right, without any further ado, let's jump on in. Hello, Carl. All right, what is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast, where I'm joined by Coach Carl, who is kind of down a limb right now, but it's still all... (laughs) He hasn't lost (laughs) his pep in his step. He's still here smiling and doing fantastic, but... Carl, how are you, man? How are you feeling with your arm and all that? Uh, you know what? Um, it's an interesting little struggle right now because with what CJ's talking about is my right arm is tentatively broken right now, and it, it happened two days ago. And, and um, so there's a couple things that I'm managing right now. Number one is like just the physical aspect of course, which you know what really isn't that big a deal. Like I got it in a half cast. So it doesn't hurt that much at all. I just like, I can't grip anything and I can't, I, I can't use it for much at all, but that that's not the big deal. The big deal for me is when, when stuff like this happens, I have a tendency to kind of slip into victim mindset. And then I can kind of be like, oh, you know what? Your arm's broken. It's okay not to do this. It's okay to ease off on this. It's okay. You need to give yourself permission to stop keeping the commitments that you have been keeping and worked so hard to not just keep, but establish which commitments are actually going to take you where we're going to go. So whether it's podcasting, whether it's getting to the gym, like I still need to get to the gym. There's no question about that. Cause otherwise, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to, I don't imagine I'm going to make huge gains over the next little (laughs) while, but at the same time, I don't want to break the habit. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's going to be an interesting, an ex- interesting next little while to see how I manage this, but I think you would agree with this full fledged in that I, I called this into my experience for one, one reason or another. So it's like, Hey, Carl, you, you need to get stronger in this area. We're going to give you a situation where you have no choice, but to step up. If you don't step up, you're not going to get stronger. So now the question is that I actually did in my uh, mental muscle up this morning was what do I need to do and what strategies do I need to have in place? that are going to allow me to not just keep the momentum going, but build it as though I hadn't broken my arm. So 
So yeah, that's where we're at right now. No, man, but you have the right approach because you're right. A lot of people say automatically say I have a sprained ankle or something even as small as where like, oh, I don't have a car. I can't walk to the gym today or something. You know, <laughs> people are always searching for a way out. And that's kind of what I wanted today's theme to be was overcoming obstacles and how like mm-hmm. how we go about just making sure that it doesn't trap us. Because I've been in the same boat as you, man, where it's just like, oh, you know, I couldn't get X, Y, Z. So, you know what? I, I should just not do it. It's almost like right. your mind is always in default lazy mode. But, you know, the more I looked into that, I, I kind of found that that's because your mind is always trying to have you basically live for as long as possible with expending the least amount of energy, which is the best mm-hmm. way to survive. Right. Which is understandable. Yep. But to your point, the one thing that you mentioned right there was that you don't want to break the habit. Let's start off with that. How important do you think habits are for getting to your goals? And for overcoming the obstacles that you're going to be presented with every single day. I don't know how high of a number I could give them. I just know for me, it all boils down to knowing which habits are going to serve me towards where I want to go and doing everything in my power to hit at least some level of that habit. So say, for example, inside the gym, you know me, I always talk about level one, two, three, like level one, it's just nice and easy. Level two, dial up when you can dial back when you need level three, you just, you know what, you're feeling good. You're going for it today. Like that's what's helped me with the credo, no more zeros. So one of my other brothers came up with that saying like, no more zeros, no matter what happens, whether it's inside your relationship, it could be in the bedroom, it could be in the gym, it could be in the kitchen, whatever. You have to have strategies in place that allow no more zeros and no more zeros just as essentially you stick into your habits, right? So this morning, like I alluded to, when one of the journaling experiences that I do is, is the mental muscle up, those five questions. I do it every single morning because it helps me Make sure I am keeping my habit streaks going. And so when I did it this morning, I talked about how I'm falling into this victim mentality. And then the one question I asked myself to kind of kick things off is, what strategies and principles do I already have in place that I can lean on during this time of difficulty, really? And it's it, it'll only be as difficult as I make it. But in terms of keeping those habits going, it's like, okay, well, which ones do I know work for me? Yeah. And one of the ones that works for me is dial down before you dial out. Dial down before you dial out. So same thing when I'm in the gym. You know what? Let's say there's 30 seconds left on the set, but I'm I'm getting close to the end there. I'm not just going to stop. What's what's a modification of the exercise I'm doing right now? And how can I remove some of the resistance to make it so I can make it to the end? So this morning, I'm like, you know what, Carl? The one strategy that really, really helps me, both inside and outside the gym, is just focusing on the rep I'm doing right now. Yeah. So I asked myself, what are the reps that I need to get done today? And then I'm just going to focus on one at a time, because if I start thinking about all the shit I need to do today, that's going to get me feeling overwhelmed. I'm going to start making excuses. I'm not going to get it done. So how can I just focus on the one rep that I need to do right now? Like even before this podcast, there were a few times where I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm going to have the mindset and energy to, to, to keep up with CJ today, but I'm like, no, you made a promise to yourself and to your brothers that this is the kind of man you're going to be. So what can you rely on? I'm like, you know what? Just like, just get to the gym. Just get to the gym. If I show up for this podcast, I know I'm going to be able to lean on you for an energetic spot when I need. I know I'm going to show up the way that I need to. It's just having those having those go-to principles and strategies that you've been practicing for a while and you know work for you so that when shit hits the fan, you can reach into your bag and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. Just like we talked about that one time when it's like, I don't know, I don't know who I was talking about this with, but you go to the gym and all the squat racks are taken. Are you just going to leave? 
Well, no, you need to figure no, out what fucking exercises <laughs> you're going to be doing instead of squats or deads or whatever. You need to figure yeah. something out. You need to know those in advance. So that's what's helping me keep these habits and overcome this, what I'm going to look back on and wonder if this was even an obstacle. Exactly, because that's kind of the thing where you do look back at it and it's almost like a lot of people always say the same thing, like, hey, you know what, that horrible experience that I had or that difficulty, you look back at it and you almost smile because you're like, hey, I overcame that. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like to your point where you talked about the cookie jar, which I think, you know, makes perfect sense because it's the exact same concept. You look back at all the mm -hmm. stuff that you've overcome in the past and you say to yourself, like, wow, at that time, I couldn't see past it. You know, I was blinded to everything else and I was mm -hmm. focusing on this. But what happened? You adapted. You survived. You created something out of that that allowed you to get past it. And I find that what you're doing is 100% right because you're creating adaptability. Like your mind is malleable, right? And you're like, hey, you know what? Okay, mm -hmm. that that angle didn't work. I got to switch it up. Squat racks are taken. I guess I'm doing goblet squats, <laughs> you know? It's yeah, like, how yeah. else can I approach this? And you're right. There's different, what's that word, the expression they use? You know, there's many different ways to skin a cat. And you can go about it any which way you want, right? And the truth of the matter mm -hmm. is if, if you go into it with that mindset, it will actually allow for you to grow. Because you're able to take that next time you go to the gym and you're like, hey, you know what, man? Maybe I will start off with those reverse lunges. I felt like I got a really good pump, you know, and then I'll, yeah. I'll move into whatever. And it just, it expands your horizon, but it also expands your mind when you approach it from that point of view, in my opinion. And I think it's yeah. beautiful because you're right. The other thing that you said, too, that I don't want anybody to, you know, gloss over is you get yourself there. And I think that's huge because a lot of people, it's almost like eh, you write it off, you stay home, you stay in your comfort zone. Like for me, I don't necessarily like working out at home, but during COVID, <laughs> you know, I had no other options and it was just, yeah. I got to adapt to it. Right. But that being said, if I'm exhausted and I go to the gym, I'll find a new energy. I'll find something else because now yeah. it's almost like your mind, your body, everything is like, okay, I'm here now. I'm in this spot. Mm -hmm. Adapt. Right. And that's a moment where all of yeah. a sudden everything switches. And it's not that it goes into overgear or something, but you have all the systems in place already, you know, and you've developed those habits over time. And it's just like, boom, you show up, you're good to go. And then you just go. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're totally right on that one. One thing I, I definitely want to emphasize though, is like, it ain't easy and it's not a one-time oh, no. <laughs> switch flip. Like I, there have been so many times today already since I woke up, like even just getting my meditation in was, was a little challenging this morning. Cause that's how I always start my mornings off. And then everything after that is like, Hey, I got the dogs. I got my morning routine. I got the mental muscle up. I've got my podcast. I need to produce. I got this coming on. I got to make sure I'm, I'm getting in my calories too. Cause I'm still, I'm okay. doing good with my, yeah. with my bulk right now. So I got to make sure I, I don't let up on that, but just it, just as many times as there's been, K hey, Carl, you can do this. There have been, this isn't going to work and I'm done. Like I've had to fight with it countless times this morning. Like even when Jenny Lee and I went for a walk this morning, I'm helping with her, her with something right now that she's going through. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And so it's just that constant battle of making that same decision over repeatedly. It's like, Hey, yeah. just focus on this one rep just focus on this one rep and it, but, but it's back and forth. So it's not like I'm waking up this morning going, Oh yeah, I'm just going to focus on the one rep this morning. Okay, good. I don't feel any more pain in my arm. Oh, I don't feel sorry for myself. I'm not falling into victim mentality. No, like I'm constantly tripping, but just 
making sure I have something there that keeps me from going too, too low. And to be honest, I don't know what's going to happen in the rest of the day. There's a lot of other things I want to do, but this is the rep I'm doing right now. This is what I'm going to focus on. Who knows what six o'clock is going to be like, but I do know that I've got strategies in the place that make it much less likely for me to slide like I used to, because if one thing doesn't work, I've got multiple other ones that I can go to. Um, so that will help. It's not going to be perfect and it probably won't be pretty, but I'm willing to bet shit's going to get done either way. No, you're right. Cause it's like, it's in those times where you realize like, it's a struggle every single time. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's yep. not that it becomes, I think what happens is though, is that over time you do realize that because you've done it so often, it, the process of it becomes easier. Like yes. the, the, the ability to do it becomes easier, but what it is and the whole situation doesn't you know that that part it's kind of mm -hmm. like you know how to flip on that switch but now you're like all right cool now i gotta keep going now it's just like you know what to expect but the grind doesn't stop it's just like oh, okay here we go <laughs> yeah <laughs> start grinding yeah. away but it's not like it becomes easy it, it just you know what it is i almost feel like it's like a mental frame it just changes and you know it's kind of like you gotta mm -hmm. switch from the other mode which is a little bit more passive into more of like okay i gotta focus on this like one of the things that I brought up for myself and that I took away from my bodybuilding competition was like how I spend my energy, man. Like that became a massive thing that I started to pay attention to because I'm like, I have a very limited amount of energy and I don't mm -hmm. want to spend it on bullshit. You know, like there's a lot of things <laughs> where it's just like, you know, people problems or this, that, and the other. It's like, bro, I'm too tired for this. Like I don't have energy yeah. for that. And it's almost like I remove myself from those situations. In your case, are there times where you're just like, hey, you know what? That doesn't serve me in any which way. I'm just going to remove myself or I'm going to find a way to work around it. Abs yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, the way that I look at it is it's kind of like, well, no, it's not kind of like it's very much like in the gym where um, I'll have situations come up and it just, you know what, this, this isn't doing it for me today. Like recently I switched up my program because I was starting to get bored with it. And I know the second that happens, I'm much more likely to, to latch onto the excuses as to why I shouldn't go to the gym and why I shouldn't train. So I need to keep things interesting, yeah. but outside of the gym, it's like, you know what? I, there, there's gotta be certain, there's gotta be certain things that I can do where, I give myself permission to let certain things go. And for me, a lot of the times, it's just a matter of lowering the bar on certain things. So say, for example, today I produced one of the podcast episodes and I didn't feel that great about what I was writing because A, it's a pain in the ass to type with one hand. But So I was getting frustrated. But I'm like, you know what, Carl? This is just the show notes for one show. This is not going to make or break the podcast, nor is it going to make or break your business, nor is it going to make or break any of the relationships you have with the people that are on this podcast. So get it done. It's not going to be your best. And that's totally fine because one of the things I read from the way the superior man this morning, and I used mm -hmm. as Data. the notable yeah. quotable for, for my uh, mental muscle up is that when a man is shutting down, he needs to be able to still go through his day with his heart open. Like you still need to be able to do that regardless of how you feel. So it's, it's no different than going to the gym when you're tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Sure. I'm probably not going to be doing any one rep maxes today. I'm not going to hit any PRs, but guess what? I'm going to leave the gym knowing I got my fucking shit done. So, but in terms of leaving some other stuff, I think the thing that for me, I need to let go of the most mm -hmm. is my expectations. 
the expectations I have for myself to be able to perform at a hundred or even 90% sometimes. Guess what? Today, if I look back on today from a productivity standpoint, I'll probably say it was a good 90%, but it doesn't feel like that right now. Like it feels like a 50 or a 60%, even though from the outside, it may not seem that way, but just this mental and emotional struggle that's going on inside is sapping my energy. So what you said, I love about, you only have so much energy to spend on certain things. So it's like today I've got to be really selective on who and what gets my energy. Um, Cause today is also it's Tuesday, which means it's tune up Tuesday for Jenny Lee and I. So at the, I, I need to be, I need to be on my game tonight for her. So, yeah. which means a couple of those one reps that I wanted to do today from a business standpoint, those are things I'm going to have to let go because Jenny Lee is much more important than those things. And I need to conserve that energy for her. So a hundred percent. But the other thing that I love about what you just mentioned there is that you got a schedule that you follow. You have a plan and you have targets and you hit them for the most part. And that being said, it's kind of mm-hmm. like you even know, I mean, right down to like, hey, I'm 90% productive, which kind of sucks. <laughs> but I'm like, bro, you're off by 10%. I'm sure you'll be fine. Right. Yeah. And I mean, exactly. honestly, your typing speed and all that, like there, there are different things where it's kind of like you manage, you adapt. And you're still on pace and you're still on point and you're still getting to where you need to go. So it's kind of like the fact that you're able to do it right now with one hand is pretty impressive. You know, I think a lot of guys (laughs) spend too much time on the computer with one hand, but for the wrong reasons. So, you know, you're producing (laughs) something and making something out of it. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, those fools like I know better to do are just out here with one hand doing God knows what, (laughs) you know, you're miles ahead. And the thing is, I know you should never compare yourself to other people, but you know, to just give yourself perspective on what you're doing versus most of the most of people out there, most of the population, right? And that's just it. It's kind of like you are striving, you're hitting your goals, and you got a plan, man. Which is another yeah. thing. When it comes to overcoming obstacles, it seems that you have a planned breakdown. What does it kind of look yeah. like for you on a weekly basis as far as scheduling goes and making it work? So that is something that was years in the making. And by years, I mean, I probably started working on this in like 2017. But really, really simple in my phone. And anybody can download this app for free. It's called Done. It's essentially a habit tracker, right? So when I say for the last several years, I've been working on something, just like inside the gym, Everybody will tip, not everybody, anybody who's serious about training will have their go-to lifts, right? Like for me, I'm looking to put on size right now, which means for sure I'm doing the big three. So bench, squats, mm-hmm. and, de- sca- yeah. squats and deads. And then I've got some accessory stuff too, but the bench, the squats and the deads, like those are the ones that I'm really making sure I get done because those ones, then those are going to have the most bang for their buck in yep. terms of being the compound lifts and just helping me grow as much as I possibly can, both strength and in physique wise. Now, Over the past several years, I've established what those big lifts are for my relationships, for my mental and emotional health, and for my sense of purpose. So inside of this app, I literally have them written down how many times I have to get these done. So say, for example, today, this is going to sound like a lot, but it's really not. So this week, there's 92 reps I have to complete in order for it to be like 100% week. Okay, so those 92 reps, for example, inside of relationships, um, I've got three different categories. I've got the relationships with my with my brothers. So I need to make sure, and that one's thir- that's 30 reps a week that I have to do where I'm just connecting with a brother in one way, shape, or form. Right. So it's usually via video text, 
but I'll every once in a while, if it's, if it's not somebody that's all about video, then I just send him a text that's checking in, but it's just 30 may sound like a lot, but I've got, I've got a lot of brothers I'm really close with. So it's not hard to connect with somebody six, seven times a week. Mm -hmm, It's just not, but those count because I found for me, if I want to improve the quality of my life, that's very dependent on the quality of the relationships I have with the men in my life. So that's first and foremost. And then there's Jenny Lee, right? My partner. So with her, I've got different exercises that I have to do on a weekly basis and I have to hit those reps. So getting back to your question, I know at the beginning of the week how many reps and what the exercises are that I need to do on a weekly basis because I've been testing for a really long time and be like, okay, with Jenny Lee, this is what I'm going to try this week. I'm going to try telling her how much I love her six times. And then it's like at the end of the week, I'm kind of looking at, well, our relationship didn't really get better. So why isn't that wrong? Because I'm telling her I love her. But after analysis, it's like Jenny Lee doesn't want me to tell her. She wants me to show her. Yeah. So I have written down instead some things such as hugs from behind because I know she feels so warm and loved. So I have to do that X number of times per week. And I check that off, which takes all the guesswork out of the habits and the sets and the reps that I need to do in order for me to function. And say, for example, this week, I moved my... I moved some of my things down some notches because I know I may not be operating at my best. If I hit those and succeed them or exceed them, awesome. But Mm -hmm. if I don't, at least I'm kind of lowering the bar a little bit so that I'm still taking steps forward towards ultimately being the man that I am saying I'm going to be. If if I ever hope to lead anybody else to the same, I've got to be doing that shit too. So it took a long time to figure out what those are for me. but it definitely makes things a hell of a lot easier on a weekly basis now. Yeah, because it's kind of like you have a way to quantify it, which I think is huge. Yep. You know, because the same way we use the gym to like journal and log everything, even for myself, I'm like, okay, done. I'm going <laughs> to download that app afterwards because I do need it's kind of I, I kick it old school with just like my notebook and I have a whiteboard where I write everything down. Right. But and that's all the, you need. The thing is, it's good, but at the same time, what I liked about my fitness pal during my whole prep and, you know, just life in general is that I have stored data in regards to, like, what my logs kind of look like. And then I can know, mm-hmm. I'm like, because I look back and, like, now I'm doing, like, a mini prep series kind of on what I did to be successful and, like, you know, lose the weight or whatever, right? And looking back yep. in retrospect, where I stalled the most is because, you know, I didn't really bring my calories as low as I had to. And I looked at it, I'm like, oh, man, that's why. It's kind of like you were scared Mm -hmm. to drop it at that time. And if you had blah, blah, blah. So I kind of feel like, you know, it's better to have it in the app form, like you mentioned, because you're able to look back and be like, oh, well, snap, words ain't working. I guess I should probably switch up my approach, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. Because it kind of gives you that feedback that you need right off the bat, right? And that's, you know what? I, I really cannot overemphasize how important what you just said is in terms of having something to look back on that will give you feedback. So like inside of the journal, okay? So the reason why I know I have 92 reps is because there's one page in here that I call the weekly weigh-in. And that's where I have to go and I write down the number of reps that I have to do in each area of the prep work, right? Yeah. But then inside this journal, it's 12 weeks. So over the 12 weeks, I can go back. I can go back and you can start to see patterns. It's like, okay, right now, if I'm feeling really good, which right now the past three weeks, I've been feeling really, really, really good about the way things are going in every area. Mm -hmm. All I need to do is go to these one page summaries and say, okay, look, 
you've been crushing your numbers. Or if there's, if there's a week where it's like, you know what? I noticed I haven't been feeling very good for a week in this or for a few weeks. And this has happened. I'll go back here and I'll go to those one pagers and I'll see that my emotional health and fitness, I haven't been getting in the reps. So now it's not just a matter of figuring out, okay, well, I need to get in the reps. No. Why am I not getting in the reps? What are the obstacles that I need to remove so that getting in the reps is easy? Because like you mentioned earlier, we're all about, and this is our brains, we're never going to get around this. We're all about conserving energy and doing the yeah. least amount possible. Like the minimum effective dose is something that I really, really like to preach. Like what is the least amount that I can do to get the biggest bang for my buck? Like it's yeah. just, it's all about being like leveraging laziness is how I like to call it. So making sure that you have something to look back on that is giving you feedback because- <laughs> One of the hugest mistakes I made that cost almost cost me my relationship for good with Jenny Lee. This was back in 2021 was if somebody would ask me how things are going, okay, well, I think things are going pretty good. Well, how do you know? And our memories are horrible. They are horrible. It's like, however you feel in the moment is really going to determine how you feel about the past or the future. Mm -hmm. So if you have something written down facts, like in my fitness pal, you can't say, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I feel good about the calories I was getting in. No. How many were you getting? Exactly. Exactly. And so if we're doing that with our calories, we're doing that with our body. Like I just, I'm not willing to risk not doing that with my relationships or with my, my mental and emotional health anymore, or my sense of purpose for sure. Like I have to be able to look back and know what was working, what didn't, if I have any hope of moving forward and doing what's right. A hundred percent. And to your point, it's kind of like without that feedback and that honest feedback, you know, the thing is, it's kind of like since we're doing the self audits, it's a little bit, you know, it, it, it can be challenging at times because I'm like, well, you know, yeah. I didn't have that much peanut butter. And then it's like, maybe <laughs> I did, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you lie yourself a little bit about it. And honestly, yep. the truth of the matter is that we, as coaches, it's kind of like, yeah, I have it. I have it down pat for the most part, you know, but even I struggle sometimes mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh, you know, that blueberry muffin wasn't that much, but then I'll put it in begrudgingly into my fitness pal I'm like, all right cool 200 calories god man like yeah and you you know it's like man you're trying to justify it in your mind and you know you're off right but the thing is yeah. with like a lot of the population like I, I remember i read this stat that i think over i think 90 percent of the population miscalculates their calories by about 40 percent right yeah that's kind of one of those things that leads to the obesity side of things because it's kind of like it's not that bad it's one muffin See, in our case, it's kind of like we have it dialed down calorically because we kind of were able to recognize. I'm like, hey, but that one muffin is about 200 calories. In somebody else's mind, they're probably just like, ah, oh, you know, four muffins is about 200 calories. You know, these things ain't nothing. They're, <laughs> they're tiny. And that's kind of where it's yeah. important to have that awareness. And honestly, from, you know, what I gather and, and from my perspective anyways, it's kind of like you've already built yourself to a place where it's like, okay. You know, I'm able to recognize what this means and what I may be missing out of. If I don't get these reps in, I know what this means. This will affect my yeah. relationship. This will affect my life, my goals, my dreams, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's important because you've already kind of just had, you have a system in place, which is the other thing that mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you when I saw you pull out the book and all that, what inspired you to make the system, man? Like what, 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 what's the thing that like drove you to say, Hey, you know what? I want to ignite the impact. I want to do all these things. I know we touched on it before, but like from this perspective of making a system, making it go like, what, like, what was the thing that drove you to it? I'm, I think it's kind of the, 
it'll be, there's a lot of different aspects and I don't know which one would be the most um, important, but typically it's going to be that punch in the face, right? Like yeah. life is going to punch you in the face. And I had for years and by years, I mean a couple of decades known how important journaling was. So I did journaling like crazy. And like, I had like, as soon as that movie, the secret came out, I bought like, I have like three of those secret journals filled out saying all the things that I was going to accomplish, like writing them down as mm -hmm. if they'd already happened. And yet none of that shit was coming true for me. <laughs> and the reason it wasn't coming true for me is because I wasn't fucking doing anything about it. Nope. And you're, I'm really, really, I totally forgot that I wanted to talk about this today. So I'm really glad you brought it up, but it's funny Another dude, uh, shout out to Matt Spiewak or yeah, Matt Spiewak. Um, he was on, my, I just posted a podcast with him today and he's a personal trainer and like, he doesn't, he doesn't journal. And when he was on my podcast, we talked about why it might be beneficial to journal and why it would be beneficial not to journal. Mm -hmm. So he shot me a question and he's like, Hey Carl. And it, this was out of nowhere. So, and this is month after him and months after him and I recorded. So he's like, Hey Carl. So when you journal, like, what do you do? Do you just write it down and put it away? I'm like, yeah, that's what you want to do when you, that's what you do when you don't want shit to change because that's what I did for fucking years and Ooh, nothing changed. Yeah. And it's like, that's why like on the cover of my book, it doesn't like it's, I don't refer to it as a, tr a journal anymore. This is a training manual. Like I look at this mm -hmm. as my gym, like this yeah. is my gym. And reason being because it is definitely useful, especially when it comes to emotions to get them out on paper so they're just not being stored up inside you to come out at the worst possible time in the worst possible way. Like just getting stuff down on paper is kind of like a level one, if you will. Gotcha. But I, I was done with, I was done with just writing my stuff down and not doing anything about it. It's like, okay, man, yeah, I got my gym bag packed. I'm going to the gym. Oh man, look at the squat rack. Look at this. Look at that. Oh man, I, I did all the research and all these exercises. I know what to do. And yet I never go fucking pick up a bar. <laughs> like what's the, like, I'm not going to go to the gym and not work out. That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. And yet when I was journaling, that's exactly what I was doing. I was doing the warm up. I had everything already, but I wasn't taking any steps. So the last question inside of this daily training manual, if you will, is what is your integration? So in other words, I started off with a problem that I call a situation this morning. And by the end of it, I have to come up with one small, specific and simple step I'm taking in the next 24 hours to come up with that. So circling back to your question, like what kind of spawned all this, I realized that if I was not taking action on a daily basis and not any action, like a small, specific and simple, it had to be small because it mm -hmm. needs to be sustainable. If I'm going to integrate this into my life, it needs to be sustainable because I'm way too guilty of saying, oh yeah, man, I'm going to change going from zero to a hundred and not seeing anything. Whereas it's like, just like in the gym, one rep at a time, one rep at a time, one rep at a time. And it wasn't until I really started noticing differences in my relationships and my mental and emotional health as a result of taking these one small, specific and simple steps that I was like, okay. Like before I was just getting journals, like blank ones from the dollar store. And I'd write out these five questions every morning and write out those five questions. I was like, and then I'd buy other people's journals, like this men's gratitude journal. I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, why don't I just make my own? Like, why don't yeah. I just make my own? So I did. And this is like version, you should see the original versions. They're horrible because this is like version 10. But uh, this one, every single time I do it, 
every single time I do it. And I especially make sure I do it when I'm feeling like shit. It's like, I can't even begin to tell you how much those five questions have closed many doors that had I gone down them would have been awful, whether that's mm-hmm. with porn, whether that's with even being unfaithful in relationships, whether that's going down mental and emotional rabbit holes that I need not go down to the complete opposite, to finding the purpose of the podcast, building a relationship with Jenny Lee that I never thought was going to be possible, having brothers in my life that I can literally this weekend, looking at a brother in his eyes and both of us in tears because of the connection we were having, like none of that would have happened if I was not taking these small, specific and simple steps on the regular. Bro, you just gave me chills, man. <laughs> it just gave me chills. Because, no, it's you took something. I mean, and, and the reason why it resonated so much with me is that that was the same reason why I started this podcast. You know, I didn't find something that was really vibing the way that I liked. And I was kind mm-hmm. of in the same boat as you too, right? But, you know, I did it my own way. You did it yours. And it's kind of like that's the mm-hmm. beauty of life. And I kind of find that, like, for me, I'm big, you know, I believe in God. I believe in something far more powerful than us. And I think the creator just wants us to create. I mean, yes. if he is the great creator, then obviously, you know, he wants to express himself through us. Right. And he wants mm-hmm. you to create. It's almost like, hey, I'm going to put some some crap in your life. Figure it out. Create something for me. You know, let's <laughs> see what you can come up with. <laughs> You're a creative yeah. being. And I kind of feel yeah. like that really gives us peace. And then other people connect with it. And that just creates a better environment, a better world for everybody. And that's kind of what I think is necessary. You know, it's like sometimes you got to go through it in order to really see what you're capable of. But not just that. It's almost like if you come out of it, you do something that's positive and you you put that out into the world. It's like you make literally the world a better place, you know, and I commend you for it. Right. And you saw something that was wrong with all that. Like, because I'm the same boat as you, man. I remember when the the secret came out, you know, I'm going to read this and I'm going to say some words and I'll, you know, maybe I'll burn up some weed leaves around or something, you know, smoke a couple and I'll be like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, I can feel the Lamborghinis making their way to my doorstep. Not the case at all, man. Not the case at all. No, but I think one of the no. most significant things in there was the strategy involved. I mean, the whole purpose of like, are you working towards your goal? I do believe in having a positive mindset. I do think affirmations probably have their place. And I think they do, but it's almost like, are you working towards something simultaneously? It's very different when you're, you know, working on something and you take five minutes and and you remind yourself what your goal is. You say some affirmations and you get back to it because that's the only way to really accomplish anything in this life is like, hey, you got to put the time in. You got to work at it. It's like you can't just imagine. (laughs) imagine if Carl went out, right? Carl just says, hey. I'm going to get the best podcasting equipment known to man. I'm going to get the Sure headphones. <laughs> I'm going to get the Bose. Uh, I don't know. Well, actually, the Bose headphones. I'll get Sure headphones, sure too. I'll get both, man. I'll get the Sure mic. All Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'll get the MacBook. I'll get I'll get everything necessary. And I'm going to get the nicest background known to man. Not this white wall. I'm going to get this crazy setup. And then it's like time comes and you're just sitting there like, all right. I'm the greatest podcaster known to man. I am the greatest. Po- <laughs> you know, like it's, it's just not the way that it works. But to your point, it's it's very interesting because you realize that and you saw that and you did something about it, man, which is why I'm like, hey, I'm blown away by it. And now that you have a system, I mean, sky's the limit, bro. Well, thanks, man. I, I do appreciate that. And uh, if the sky's the limit, I hope that's the case. But just to kind of circle back on something you said there in terms of the mic the background you have no idea how much time or maybe yeah you probably do because you're a podcaster (laughs) too how much time i wasted on the bullshit that's just not going to move the needle 
Like it's just not yeah. going to like, even before this podcast, like I've got a light over here, light over here. I'm looking at it and I'm getting better at it now where it's like, nobody gives a fuck what the background is. Like, what is the quality of the content that you're serving up to the world? Like, that's what people are going to, people are going to much more remember your words than the fucking pictures you have in the background and shit like that. So yeah. um, I've, I've wasted countless amount of time on that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious. Cause I got a question for you that came up as, as you were speaking two seconds ago. From your experience, and we're talking about overcoming obstacles too, obviously moving from, and this is inside of my training manual too, like the whole theme behind the podcast and training manual is to move from inspiration to integration. So you get inspired mm -hmm. by something, and then there's five questions you got to answer that are going to make sure that you are taking steps to move towards action on that inspiration. So for you in overcoming obstacles, what is what has stopped you from take from moving to that stage of taking action and not just the whole mental and emotional masturbation thing so what stops forth. you from taking action so oh, for the most okay part. yeah it's kind of like okay 100 like it's that feeling of i'm just not good enough you know it, it, i don't know why because the thing is kind of like you know i kind of feel like yeah i'm confident in many different arenas in life but sometimes it's almost like that self-worth it's like do i deserve this you know, and that's like a yeah. subconscious battle where it's kind of, it, it's weird in the way that it manifests, but it's mm -hmm. like something I talk to my wife about a lot. It's like, you know, when I want to buy something, but I'm like, ah, no, 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 you know, you guys can get it, but that's right. You know, like, ah, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't need it. I don't need it. You know, and it's kind of like this denial, mm -hmm. but it's almost like, it's something that, you know, I do explore now more often than not, where it's just like, these are the things that you kind of learn as a kid, right? So as a kid, it's like, Hey, you want this? It's like, nah, you can't have it. I was like, well, why not? It's like, yeah. oh, we don't have the money right now. Or not right now. Just, nah, you know. So you kind of get so used to hearing, you know, that you find different ways to justify it in your mind, right? The more, you know, I look into that, it, it, it's it's almost like because you wanted something so bad back in the day, but you kept repeatedly hearing no more, more than you heard a yes, you know, mm -hmm. it almost becomes one of those things that it gets put into your subconscious mind. So it's almost like, when you want something, but you're like, ah, do I really need it? It's it's weird because you almost have this blockage to it, if that makes sense. So it's yep. almost like these obstacles are almost placed <laughs> on you by your mind, which is the weirdest <laughs> thing, right? Because you're like, wait, well, I can get this, man. Like, I deserve this, you know? I shouldn't feel bad. It's yeah. a shirt, you know, whatever the case may be. But you're just so used to hearing that no that it's almost like you feel more comfortable in that denial. And that's one of those things where... You know, I got to let go of that. Like, even I remember because like my wife told me like the first time I bought my first car I bought was secondhand. You know, my dad recommended. He's like, oh, yeah, you got to get this, you know. And and it was the worst recommendation ever. Right. The thing broke down like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute trash. And then I rolled up with my, my new car. Right. Which totally against yeah. went against the way I was brought up. Right. Where it's just kind of like, oh, you got to get these trashy secondhand views. And I'm like, I don't want that, man. My wife's like, no, nah, forget yeah. that noise. Get yourself a new car, man. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll bite that bullet. And we did. Car's still here. Works great. <laughs> you know, feels good, looks good. But then, you know, it's kind of yeah. weird because when I rolled up, my parents' house, right? My dad was all like, how much you spend on that? Why would you get that? You know, I would never get a new car. And I kind of felt like, kind of brought me back to my childhood. I felt like, oh, I did something wrong. But, yeah. you, know, you know, you look back at it, you're like, I didn't. You know, I did something that I wanted. And now it's like, yo, I'm proud of that. But the thing is, it's kind of like that subconscious voice still kind of lingers where it's like, 
why, why are you getting that? You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have that. And it's one of those things that like over time, I just kind of have to learn to let go of because it doesn't serve me in any which way. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with buying something new or going after the things that you want materialistically. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want it and you worked hard to get it, you didn't violate anybody's, you know, like you didn't hurt anybody. You, you got it. You worked harder then yeah, you deserve it a hundred percent. But it, it's also like there has, it doesn't have to be attention to get these things, you know? And right. that's one of those weird things where it's kind of like, I'm just so used to like grinding it out, you know, and then you work hard and you get something that's not even that great, you know, but it's like, Hey, but I got it, but I worked hard. And it's almost mm -hmm. like getting over that subconscious patterning of like, Hey, that self-worth is there. You deserve it, but it's like getting over it. I don't know how to describe it, man, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know what? Like I, I deserve more than this. And it's kind of like learning to allow myself to get the things that I feel I deserve that I've worked hard for. Right. So I say that's one of the biggest challenges, man. Yeah. And yeah, that definitely takes, takes some practice. Like it's interesting that you go back to the childhood thing because like with regards to overcoming obstacles, like anybody who's been in even remotely, any kind of personal development knows that there's a lot of childhood shit that we aren't even aware of that can, <laughs> yeah. that comes up that we, that we just forget about Like a really quick and stupid example, maybe not stupid, but um, yesterday when I was at the hospital or the, the athletic clinic, um, the doctor's looking at my x-rays and she's looking at some stuff around my elbow. Like my elbows where the majority of the pain is right now. Yeah. And she goes, so do you play baseball growing up? And like baseball was my thing from the time I was six till I was 21, like very, very hardcore into baseball. Yeah. And I had completely forgotten that I'd had multiple kind of like semi-surgeries on my elbow that I was constantly going for physio, that I was wearing an arm brace. I totally forgot about all that stuff until she brought it up. I'm like, how the fuck do I forget about that when it transpired for so many years of my life? But then the one that really kind of hinders me from doing the things that I know I could do and holds me back is when I was very young, this idea that if I excel too much, I will be rejected because that happened to me like in, in, in elementary school playing soccer at recess. Like I was always, I was always the fastest little kid and had some good moves on me. And so whenever I got the, like, I was always the first to be picked. And then when I got the ball, I would go down and score. Right. And it just yeah. got to the point where as soon as somebody passed me the ball, literally people stopped moving. The goalie just got out of the way. And it's like, I'm ruining the fun for everybody. Yeah. Or whenever we would have races at, at track and field and like whoever was racing against me, they wouldn't try because they thought there was no point because they wouldn't win. So right after that, I just stopped trying. And I would let other people win or I wouldn't compete because I didn't want to ruin shit for anybody else. Yeah. And so I find myself being held back by that now. It's like, I'm just, I'll be on the cusp of doing something great. Like even with this, it took me so long to actually share this training manual with the world and say that this is something I had developed mm -hmm. because there was a part that was like, he was like, I don't deserve this. But then it's like, you know what? Just in the background, it's like, fuck, if you show that to people, that's something you did really, really well. 
And we know that when you do something really, really well, you're going to get rejected. So you better not show it to people. So <laughs> that's something that I'm still, and, and I manage, like I, I see my life coach every two weeks and that's something that comes up pretty much every conversation we have is this, this whole idea of your greatness being the thing that's going to hold you back. And that's like that whole, um, was it Marianne Williamson who said the speech that Nelson Mandela gave his inaugural speech about, it's not our greatest fears that hold us back, but it's our, it's our strength, something along those lines. Our greatest, but, so, some, yeah, it's kind of, cause that's another thing that comes up where it's like, you're always trying to dim your light, you know, cause we're seeking acceptance. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. It's yeah. like, oh, I'd rather be accepted than be rejected for who I am. All right. And, yeah. and to me though, yeah. it, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Cause like the older I get, like the less I care, <laughs> like I just don't care. I'm like, the only people yeah. I need to accept me are my wife and my children. Right. And now it's yeah. kind of like, and that, that, like, honestly, for the whole bodybuilding show, like, I've been flirting with that idea since I was 18, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and then, then you finally go out and do the thing. And you're like, hey, man, like, I'm good. I'm here. You know, it was hard. It was a challenge and it was awesome. But you know what? Nobody's feelings got hurt. You know, maybe got yeah. one friend that might be a little bit envious. But outside of that, you know, it's like I went out and did it and I proved it to myself. And at the end of the day, it's kind of like my self-worth grew from it. My self-confidence grew yeah. from it. And I was happy, right? And that's the whole purpose of us accomplishing th these different goals. And I think you're probably in the same stage of life as me, where it's just like, yo, if I excel and yeah. I leave you guys in the dust, like, sorry, man, I don't care anymore. It's kind of like we have to start moving forward. And then we look at the people that are, you know, killing it in whatever field that they're in. And it's kind of like they kind of went through that phase too. But like I listen to Bedrus Cooling on talk about this all the time, where it's like sometimes you got to leave those people that are holding you back. You just got to say, hey, man. God bless you. And, and I hope you're good. And I love you. But, you know, I, I got to level up. And if you're going to stay behind here, you know, I'm sorry. I want to get to where the Eagles fly, man. And right now I'm in Chickenville. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I got to start, <laughs> yeah. you know, leveling up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and to me, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, why should I dim my I only got one life, man. <laughs> we only got yeah. one life. Why do you want to live it sitting back just to please people that at the end of the day, are only going to be happy if you're complacent and you're mediocre, just like them. I'm like, I don't want yeah. that anymore, man. Like, I don't, I don't want to make you happy. I don't want your acceptance. Like, I'm cool if I'm alone, but I got the people closest to me with me. Fuck it, man. Come hell or high water, I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I love that you brought up the whole age thing because I'm finding that too. Where it's like now, I just had this conversation with a new client I started with at the gym uh, a couple weeks ago, and he's 44. Yeah. So we're both talking about how like we're we're starting to we're starting to think a little bit more deep now. Like I've been thinking yeah. deeply for a long time, but like right now it's like no, like I, I can't afford to waste any days. Like I just it's time to not give a shit what the people who don't give a shit about you think. Exactly. Because like you said, it's like your wife and your kids. And for me, it's like that's why I always say ignite the impact you wish to see in your world, not the world. But your yeah. world, like I know, I know for me, if I were to die tomorrow, the people I love most would have some amazing shit to say about me because yeah. I make sure and I track and I assess and I reflect back on the type of Carl that I am being for those people. If people I don't know are inspired by my shit, that's awesome. But it really doesn't fucking matter because they're not going to be by my deathbed. The people that are going to be by my deathbed, I make sure that they know exactly how much I love them, how much I appreciate them. Because really, at the end of the day, for me anyways, that's that's all that really fucking matters. So, No, yeah. a complete agreement, man. Because 
I think too many people try to live in a way that tries to please everybody, but it's like, hey, you know, if you're going to be polarizing, but the people that you got are still with you, then be polarizing. If you're going to be rejected yep. by people that don't really like you all that much. And, you know, it's like they work with you or they are just people that are in your life, but they're not a part of your life and screw them. Cause mm -hmm. I see it all the time. You know, I like, <laughs> it's funny. I was just talking to my wife, like this one dude that I work with, right. And it just seems like when I did the show and all that, like he's just been envious this whole time. Like everybody else said, Hey, congrats. This looks crazy. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And this guy, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, it's not that great. You know, I bodybuilt <laughs> might be 40% body fat, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and it's just kind of weird. Cause it's like, yeah. I can sense it. I'm like, I don't care because I did it for myself. And I'm not doing this to glow. Yeah. I'm just showing you like, hey, this is what I achieved, man. And hopefully this can inspire you to like, hey, do something for you too, bro. Like the whole purpose of it is, is I think, you know, when I see somebody that does something fantastic, I don't say, oh man, that guy's a loser. It's like, no, man. I'm like, hey, how'd you do that, man? Like, I want to learn from you, dude. Like, how did you do that? How did you create that for yourself? Hey, man, Carl, tell me about that system that you made. Tell me about that journal. Tell me about the manual. Tell me more about what it is that you're doing to be successful or moving forward in life. But to me, it's almost like little girls that are just envious about the other. I'm like, oh, let's gossip, talk smack. I'm like, so far removed from it, man, where it's just like, yeah. ah, I just yep. don't care, man. Like, I, I can't. We're talking about energy expenditure. I can't give it any energy anymore, man. Like, no. I'm almost indifferent no, to can't. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 We And you, you have to remain indifferent to that stuff um especially when it's in your own head because for me there are definitely times where i see people on a similar path to to me say for example podcasters that might have x number more downloads this happened all actually not all that long ago i got i got a good good friend of mine who's now like a brother he's a podcaster and uh he's killing it with his podcast way more than i am from the terms of downloads and i remember when i first saw it i was like fuck like his podcast is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think mine is equally amazing. Why am I not doing as good? But as soon as I hear those thoughts come up, it's like, Carl, don't go down that rabbit hole because yeah. that's one that's going to be pretty hard to crawl out of. It's like, no. So then right away, I start asking him like, dude, what are you doing for this? What are you doing for this? What are you doing for this? What do you think the difference is? And he's totally open to sharing with me. And he's all about giving me some super good criticism and feedback. And he's supporting me because yeah, there, there are times where I do look at others and I look at their success and it's like, oh man, I should be the one that's having that success. But as soon as I start thinking that it just, it doesn't feel good. It's like in a, doing a lift in the gym, say you're doing deads or something like that. And it's like, you go and you lift and your lower back starts to tweak. It's like, shit, yeah. something's wrong with my form. Either like either the bar is too far away or my lats and everything aren't engaged, but I need to fix something. And yeah. so doing that in your head on the fly is definitely something that's valuable, like getting back to the whole overcoming obstacles. If you can become the personal trainer of your mind on the fly, which is what I think meditation has really helped me with, Dude. then uh, that's a fucking game changer. That's a game changer for sure. Well, it's kind of like the whole mindfulness piece that you talked about. I mean, yep. for me, it's like, I recently, like during the prep, I should have been meditating a whole lot more. At the end of it, I was just like, I don't even want, I don't want, I don't want to breathe, man. <laughs> it's going to lie down here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, just like looking up. Yeah. Just like, man, I have no energy, man. I was just lying there like a freaking sack of potatoes. But <laughs> honestly, meditating is one of those things where it really aligns you with like your inner verse, I guess, so to speak. Like I got this app that I use mm. and it just kind of helps me to just relax, breathe. And it's almost like, you know, just kind of go within. And then when you do that, it kind of centers you again. And it's, yep. that's the best way I describe it, right? It kind of just keeps you centered and yep. 
tries to keep you in the moment. And that's what like the whole purpose of meditation really is, is to just kind of bring you back to yourself in the moment and be mindful of the world around you. Granted, yeah. it's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> that's a practice that honestly, I'm still working at, man. But it never it, ends. It really has helped. It, it, it does help though, man. Like that's the yep. one thing I think any guy can take to the bank with him is, hey, you know what? Meditate for five to 10 minutes a day. For myself in the morning, like I tried it, but I just would go right back to sleep. So I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> Unless it's like so you don't do it in the morning? morning. Oh, no, no, no. I can't, oh, okay. man. Like, okay. I'll, I got to move around something and maybe like an hour into the morning where I'm like, okay, cool. Okay. I'm still in a good state and I can do it. But if not, dude, I like I pass out. I'm like a bear, dude. I'm always looking to just pass out. <laughs> like I could sleep like okay. 10 hours a day if you let me, man. So I'm like, I'm one of those people that. Bro, I, I could I sleep too much. Like, even as a teenager, man, like, uh, I had I'm, nap I'm time, envious. Man. <laughs> I'm envious of that. Like, I'm I'm definitely working to get in my naps, but like, yeah, I'm such a light sleeper, and I don't uh, I don't sleep all that awesome. So, um, it's definitely better now because one thing that I actually kicked in terms of again getting back to the overcoming obstacles. This one's actually pretty messed up. I had no idea how much of an impact this was going to have, but my dad passed away when I was 19, and ever since then, every night when I got home, like it just, it felt empty in the house. Right. So I just, yeah. I couldn't go to sleep without a distraction. So I'd always put on a movie. And, and so ever since I was 19 and I'm talking all the way through my marriage. So when I got married and my wife and I would go to bed and like, we were together for like 10 years, not married for 10 years, but we were together for 10 years, yeah. like pretty much every single night I would have the laptop on with a movie playing in the background. Cause I just couldn't handle it. Even up until about two months, no, not even two months ago, I'm talking like maybe six weeks ago. I finally told myself, okay, Carl, like, you know, you shouldn't be having, like, and I turned the, I turned the screen all the way down. So the light's not there. I just need the sound. And so I'd been doing that for the better part of a couple dec, no more than a couple decades. Cause my dad passed when I was 19 and I'm 43 right now. So the better part of two decades. Yeah. And I tried to kick it so many times and I couldn't, or I told myself I couldn't. So it was about six weeks back where I'm like, you know what is kind of the strategy of just get to the gym. So I'm like, you know what, Carl? go to bed without your laptop. And if you're still awake in 15 minutes, you can go get it. Just go to bed. And if you're awake in 15 minutes, you can go get it. I am never awake in 15 minutes. Like I fall asleep really fast. Yeah. I also get up very easily. But since I start, since I stopped doing that, my sleep has been so much fucking better. So just finding those, those little things in terms of overcoming the obstacles is like, Hey, Telling myself that I can go to sleep without the laptop isn't working. So what's a strategy that will work? And that's where it's like, just get to the gym, just get to the gym. So the whole, just get to the gym with me was like, you know what? Just 15 minutes. Again, if you're up in 15 minutes, go grab it. But turns out I haven't needed it. So that's been cool. Man, it's huge. That's that first step. That's that first step where you're just like, yep. Hey, I'm gonna take initiative and I'm just going to do the damn thing. And then you did it. And then you're like, Oh, look, I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't died. So but that, what's yeah. awesome about that too, it's kind of like you recognize a pattern that you just want to let go of. And I mean, psh, crazy after 20 years. That was man. a tough one. I was going to say that's yeah. that. Yeah, it was a tough one. That That's almost like a ritual, dude. You broke out of a ritual that you've been doing since you were a kid. That's tough, man. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was really tough. And there's there's been a couple nights over the past six weeks where I've still gone to the laptop because it's like, I'll just, I'll feel depressed or anxious when I'm going to bed. It's like, I just, I can't, 
let my mind get the best of me right now. So I'll put the laptop beside the bed. I put my AirPods in and I turn the screen down and I'm just listening like fucking suits or for a while it was Avengers or like it was, it was rounders when my first, when my dad first passed away, like I watched, I can, I can pretty much recite rounders for sure. Oh my God. Um, Watch that so many times, but uh, yeah, in terms of overcoming that, it's interesting how, and I think this is the way with a lot of things in life. You don't really realize how bad things are until you experience good again. Like I thought I was sleeping okay because I'm like, yeah, I'm falling asleep. All right. But now I look back and I was like, Carl, you're fucking yawning half an hour after you wake up. And like, by the time noon rolls around, you're like, you're needing a second kick or something like that. And it's like, man. And now that I've actually been sleeping without the laptop, I realize, Oh, so this, this is what rested feels like. This is what rested feels like. So until you become, until you get rid of the ignorance of what good can actually be like, you're going to be stuck in bad. It's a, it's the same thing. Like with my, with my back, whenever my back was super screwed up, I'd just be like, ah, man, I just got a bad back. It's like, okay, well, what if we started doing some mobility shit on the regular? What if we actually started stretching? Yeah. What if we actually warmed up properly before the workouts? Now all of a sudden it's like, if my back hurts and some tweaks, it might last for half a day, maybe like max two days, but no yeah. more of this six week shit. So Yeah. Optimal health, brother. Optimal health. Carl, coming up on the hour, man. It was an absolute blast once again. Tell us more about the podcast. Tell us more where we can find you and any other links you want to leave us with, brother. Uh, The podcast is inspired by Impact. That is always going to be the best place to check it out. And inside of there, um, what I'm going to be launching right away is the Ignite the Impact community, which is essentially going to be the online gym that's going to be starting um, Father's Day. So, Uh, That's June 18th, 2023. So launching it then. But um, essentially what that's all about and the podcast is all about and what I'm all about. I've been been thinking about this so much because everything is geared towards men, just like you with Masculine Health Solutions. Um, For me, it's funny. A buddy of mine asked me the other day, he's like, Carl, like, what's your niche? Like, what are you looking to do? If you, I know what you do and I know you take people from inspiration to integration, but like, if you could sum it up in a few words and I didn't think about it on the time, even though I mentioned this all the time and I've mentioned it a couple of times, this podcast, it's just about eradicating mental and emotional masturbation. That's it. Like, so, so, so if you're a dude who knows you need to be improving your life and you're reading the books, you're listening to the podcast, you're listening to the audio books, hopefully you're going to the gym and doing all those things. And yet shit's not changing. It's because you're probably masturbating too much. Mm-hmm. And by that, I don't just mean physically, I mean, mentally and emotionally. So the, the community and the podcast and the training manual that people can get a free download of at, on the podcast and hit me up on IG at ignite the impact. Like that's just about making sure that you are taking one small specific step every single day. That is in alignment with the man that you know you can be, because if there's one thing that I can vouch for on how to feel the absolute shittiest you ever feel is just live out of alignment with who you're supposed to be. Damn. That is the, that is the fastest way to live in a shitty life. A hundred percent, man. That being said, be sure to check out at Ignite the Impact. Be sure to check out Carl on all the socials. All the links will be in the description. Until the next episode, we'll see you then. (laughs) Thanks, brother. 